Hi, this is Wendy Holland with Women Connect, and I'm sitting here with Heidi Kirk of The Brilliant Division, and um, we are talking about goals. And, you know, Women Connect features professional women to gain appreciation and familiarity with them and learn some of their secrets of success. And so we we just kind of wrap that up. But throughout your career, um, have you been a goal setter, do you feel like? Yes. Um, I've not always been good about writing them down, but the, I, I always have an intent in mind. It's like yeah. when we talked about the stories. Yeah. That, um, I said, what's the intent? Mm-hmm. Because then that helps me create the goal. Where do I need right. to go with this? Where do right, I want right. to go? But, so you're working with intention routinely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So um, when do you recall starting that? What kind of, where were you in your life and your time? Were you in your 20s, 30s? Was it just last year? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was earlier than last year. I would I would probably say it started when I got my first degree, the associate degree. Okay. Um, uh, around that time. Give us a decade that. for women listening. Why do you want me to put my age out there? I don't want Wendy? you to put no. your age out there. I don't have any. I am 43. I have no problem with my age. I'm 52. I have earned every stinking year. I have I've too. worked hard for them. I have too. So um, I finished that associate degree in 01. Okay. So probably about 2000, um, 1999, okay. 1999-2000, um, I became very involved, became a leader in church, and mm-hmm. they that's where I really began to yeah. learn well, more about Some women listening goals. could be younger and wondering, yeah, you know, I, so I was in my am mid- I late um, making plans, am I, am I goal setting, you know, that's what I'm trying to yeah. get. I was in my mid-20s. Mid mid-20s, um, yeah, that's a good I, time. I, was I think dir- that's about the time that's normal, really. Yeah, and I was directly yeah. introduced to it by mm-hmm. um, by church leadership. Okay. I was, it was something that they began to instill in me. Um, and I often say that I really would not be who I am today if I had not gone through that period of time at the church and learned those things. And what was, tell me the relationship between that and intention. That is where the idea of intention really became, became real to me. So um, I was attend, I attended the church you know, kind of. I mean, was that was that part of? Um, I was part of reflection. Church, I became part of church leadership. Oh, and church it was leadership. A part. It was more of a, the development that they. Oh. That went on. Oh. And, 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 and so they kind of inspired you with a word or a phrase or a scripture. That sometimes says, very roughly. Yeah. But mm-hmm. a lot of times, actually, kind of very roughly. But it um, it was really. It wasn't just the script. It wasn't really as much about the scriptures in this part that I'm talking about. Okay. Not that that wasn't it. That part was a life transformation. Yes, um, I the scriptures I learned. There's really there's no leadership principle that's not in the Bible because they're they're yeah. all in there. I yeah, mean, if you really are. look, they're mm-hmm. all in there. Yeah. Um, so I learned it was the leadership skills and the intent. I mean, we were ta- goal setting was part of what we did for the ministries. It right. was. Um, I, I began to organize and help plan women's events. Well, um, you know, there's a lot of women that are very active in their churches, and it's right. probably good to connect with that, that they've got some foundational principles for goal setting that they may not even realize that they are getting or have gotten 
yeah that they can apply well and and in as, as you if you're involved there's the kind of the no excuses most churches um it can be taken too far but there's it's kind of like well you have to be accountable to the choices yeah. that you make and the things that you're saying and doing and so that accountability that intentional type living is where that's where it began to get real ah. it continues to build layer upon layer and it gets mm-hmm. more and more real and mm-hmm. choices you know, choices well even the intentionality behind mm-hmm. that i that's behind those choices right um i would say i get i'm better at goal setting and intentionality now than i ever was then sure but that was probably where it began to really okay. begin um so do you, maybe asking this you may be a calendar freak i don't know but do you have a favorite <laughs> digital or app or paper calendar system that you like to use or i love all the pretty shiny objects that know, are out there um i, I don't use them like very that. well so the <laughs> I use one until I find another. Is that the deal? <laughs> kind of. And I have lots of like partially used things. Uh, this is part of that organization time management. Yeah. <laughs> the reason I first got a smartphone is because my husband told me, you need something to beep at you when you have something to do. And yeah. it's true. Uh-huh. So I use my Google calendars and things like that. Right. I use mm-hmm. uh, Google Docs to keep track of lists and things. Sometimes I just like a good old pen and paper. Uh-huh. Um, what I have found best for me is just a spiral a hard not just a cheap one like one that's not going to get destroyed yeah spiral notebook um mm-hmm. i recently was introduced to dot journaling so do you do a page a day do you date them and well when i was doing page? the dot journaling it was more like that it was every day What's dot journaling oh so it's brief What's, it's basically what? that notebook idea but um there there's a there's a <laughs> format and like all these things behind it but it's basically the idea that um you're just kind of creating your own method to keep track of those things. And so when I would just take a piece of paper and I would write down lists, that was helping me. But when I tried to transition to the dot journal, look it up. It's dot journal, okay. D-O-T. Um, it's it's kind of creating your own journal. Because if you can't find the perfect journal out there, it's a way to create ah. your own perfect journal. Mm-hmm. But I found that it took – I stopped doing the writing every day and the tracking <laughs> – so I just really, for me, it's that simplicity. It mm-hmm. Because I'm not a, a natural organizer, time management person, mm-hmm. I am more of a like. So tell me how seat. that works for you since you're not that way. How do you help yourself be more efficient or successful well, the, with that? The calendars and things. I mean, do you look at it daily? Do you look at it every other day? Do you look at it at night? Do you look at it in the morning? Um, how do you, how do you do that for Heidi? Um, is it, I sit down once a week, I do it and I don't look at it again. Oh no, I would look at it every, I would yeah. constantly be writing it and yeah. looking at it every day. The problem is, is I tried dot journaling. So now I have to get back into my notebook because now I've got my, honestly, right now today I've got stuff divided in four different places. Uh huh. So, um, I've been using my phone, uh-huh. but I know that caught in those four different places, there's things that I need. So yeah, um, I have I'm to use going a combination of paper and electric. Yeah, so I'm going back. To. I'm going back to my notebook mm-hmm. and my phone rather than trying. I'm not going to try all the pretty objects again. I've okay. had enough with trying the pretty objects. Um, dot journaling is great for some people, but for me, I just need a really thick, hard spiral mm-hmm. that I can write in because I would pull it out several times a day. Every time I sat down, I would pull it out and write on it. Yeah, and every time I try to do something else with all the pretty shiny journals, uh-huh. I stop. Uh. And then I have to restart. So I have made my final decision that 
just a regular plain old journal. Uh-huh. My current one says brilliant ideas. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's it. For me. Yeah. That's it. That That's all I need. So um, when you look at your goals, do you measure those quarterly? Do you look at it monthly? Do you figure out where you are on track? Do you do you just go, oh, here I am, and it's Ref- September? Reflection for me most of the time is on a, like, constant basis. Okay, okay. Um, it, it's not – I do it multiple we times a day. We don't do benchmarking at the end of the month and say this is what where we are. I'm not like so that. Some I've people can doing, do that, but I can't even do that. Well, I've been using Scrum. Uh-huh. So with Ellison Houseman, I've been using the, the Scrum idea. Tell me I'm about probably, that a little bit. I'm probably not doing it completely right. So Okay. But um, <laughs> basically. We're making it our own. <laughs> yeah. I have a whole bunch of sticky notes. It, this this one specifically that's at my house, it has to do with the, the school board campaign. Mm-hmm. And I've got lots of sticky notes about all the things I need to do. But every mm-hmm. time I walk by, I'm like, oh, have I done that? And it, it gives me a chance to look at it. And I make sure things are done. And then you add up points every day task has a point value okay um so once a week you sit down and you put all the tasks up there uh-huh. and then as you do the tasks you move them from do doing to done okay and they then you add up the points and um you can check and see as you go up every day you're supposed to move your how many more points did i get well if i what didn't does scrum stand for do you know it it, it's not an acronym. It's not. It is just, it's just a, process a process that originated okay. in IT okay. that um, that Sammy Torres of Ellison Helmsman got certified for recently and has brought yeah. now as a tool that we use. And so yeah. um, it I has been really helpful. I haven't gotten to do mine, so I was it, interested. It goes with my notebook because yeah. my problem is, is I get so many things in my head, uh-huh. so many ideas. It's constantly bombarding me that I got to get stuff out. And so that's kind of a way to get everything out. And so some you'll see there's some sticky notes or a list in my notebook, things that are completely unrelated to the campaign uh-huh. because there's still all things that I need to do and get out, but they come out during that emptying process of Scrum. So it's like a brain dump? Is that what it is like? It, I mean, partially, you're, it's about breaking down every task into the smallest pieces. Oh, okay. So instead of saying, okay, I need to run a school board campaign and win yeah, it, sure. it's okay, well, what does that involve? What are operations sure. in this? Well, what is operations and defining it? And yeah. getting it down to like, today I'm going to email such and exactly. such. Exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. To organize volunteers gotcha. or whatever. So gotcha. it's breaking it down and then tracking that progress and so you can see what's getting done. Okay. Well, so do you have, uh, tell us, what is your philosophy? Could be business, personal, I don't care. Do you have a philosophy that you operate by in your life? You be you. You be you. Okay, <laughs> I like that. I, I I have to be me. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like that. Me. That's good. So what's your key focus or interest right now in life? School board, I guess. No, I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, I never have just one. Uh-huh. I don't ever have just one thing. Um, I, I'm loving my business. Yeah. I'm, I... The school board, I'm really passionate about education, mm-hmm. especially because of my journey and right. having six children with all different needs. Um, so mm-hmm. that is something. Re, tell me the question again so I don't get too far off track. Um, it's okay. Uh, what's your key focus key or focus. interest right now in life? So that's an important thing. Um, I have this new opportunity that's presented to myself, but it's still in the realm of coaching, speaking, and training. Okay. Which are the, so um, I, I've 
I would made a joke for many, many years about if I could just speak in front of big groups of people for the rest of my life, I'd be happy. Mm-hmm. And I decided in April that I was no longer going to joke. Oh, okay. And so I want to be an international speaker. Nice. Coach and trainer. And that's where I am moving. Um, and so the school board apparently is part of my journey. Yeah. And my children are part of my journey. Sure. And my, sure. You know. And now um, Women Connect. And now Women Connect. That, that's journey. That's part of who I am. Yeah. I know. It, it, I mean, you you and I were like professional connectors. I think so. We just, <laughs> I think we are. We really are. I think so. Well, so um, tell me about your dreams. Hmm. I dreams in what context? Well, not your nightmares or your daily <laughs> night dreams. But what's your dreams, your aspirations? Maybe that's a better aspirations. Word. Thank okay, because that, that's where I originally thought, and then my mind went somewhere else. Um, yeah, and and I asked this question because. Um, well, um, for a long time, I didn't dream. So Many I, women don't. You know, I went, came from college, dreaming, 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 boop, no more dreams. And then 20 years later now, boom, I'm dreaming again. And so just tell me, that's why I wanted women to hear, what are your dreams um, to give them ideas? Sometimes we need ideas about what... What is possible for us? So the whole international, the stop oh, yeah, you just making mentioned jokes. It. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the, that came from, I went to um, one of the groups that I work with in my coaching business is called My Brilliant People, which is funny because mine's a brilliant division, yeah, right? right. And they had a, it's called a Women's Breakthrough to Financial Freedom. Okay. They have one for men as well. This yeah. one I went to is for women. Uh-huh. And one of the parts of that process because this is not just the like budgeting part this is the the initial like psychology I, the psychological mm-hmm. i've got to really identify let go and break through this stuff yeah and so part of it was just that we don't let our, ourselves dream mm-hmm. and um you just inspired me to i'm gonna go look at my bucket okay um, by sunday i'm gonna go look at my bucket see i do set goals but yeah, this yeah. is how the goals come yeah, out yeah it's okay um, <laughs> Um, yeah. Yay. So now you just saw the process, just yeah, like that. I witnessed um, it. That was where it hit me. This is something that is my dream. Your dream. I want. I want to impact people's lives. That's how I define success: right. is making a difference. <clears throat> and I want to be able to um, travel around the world mm-hmm. and share the experiences that I've had with others. And help them figure out how their experiences can help them create what they want. And it it it, it so always sounds so silly when I say it out loud, but it is it is who I am. Yeah. It is what I want. It yeah. is very central to my whole heart and being. Yeah. And it might have been different than your other dream before. Well, I think it's it's that evolution, it, that growth, yeah, that layer saying. upon some, layer part of some it. Some people think I have this dream when I'm in high school, and it's my dream forever. And I'm going to no. protect it and keep it. And and no, we're we're a series of dreams. I don't. I think God creates us to have dreams constantly. Yeah. I don't um, remember what I wanted to be in high school. Yeah. Oh, I do, and I'm not going to say that aloud. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's talk no, about it that. was. Yeah. No, I I was foolish. I yeah. wanted negative things. Really. Yeah. I, because you know, remember I dropped out of high school. So oh, that's I right. I really truly had negative aspirations that were just absolutely idiotic yeah so could you imagine if i'd held on to those yeah 
I would not have any of my children. I would not be sitting here right now because no one would want to be around me. <laughs> okay. Well, so tell me what you think about learning and your favorite mode of learning. So what is that? There's a whole lot of ways that people can learn nowadays. What's your favorite way of learning? Is it still a book with paper? Um, yes. It, I mean, I, I love books with paper. I, I Reading would be it. So mm-hmm. I read digitally. I read. Um, paper. But the biggest thing for me, the, my greatest learning mm-hmm. takes place. So if you have never done a multiple intelligences profile, it's a great thing to do. Okay. Is it, what is your, where do you learn best? How, uh, how do you learn mm-hmm. best? The best mode. And mine the best is visual. My number one is interpersonal. Okay. And then it's verbal linguistic, which is kind of like it can be reading. It can be (laughs) listening. I don't listen as well because I get distracted. Uh Like audiobooks and I are not best friends. I try sometimes and I can do okay occasionally, but we're just not friends. I Um, I really, uh, I love the idea of audiobooks because I don't have to carry something with me. Yes. But if I'm really into it, then I find myself sitting and writing notes. It's why your podcast is great because you break it up into little chunks and pieces. Yeah. Because um, I can handle chunks and pieces. Yeah. And I'm often very well fed in those. But if it's too long, forget oh, yeah. it. Tune it out. Um, but I really need to talk things out. Yeah. I me really too. need yeah. to talk things out. Yeah. Um, that is my number one. I had that conversation with my tax preparer today. And I came around the circle to my own conclusion that I started with. And I was like, oh, I already knew this. Yep. Thanks for listening to that. Yeah. And whatever bucks an hour I spent to tell you that. Right. Yeah. So um, let's see. What are some key things that you've added to your life from learning? I think we've covered that. So um, you have a favorite book. I, I, well, your, I have several favorite books. Yeah. But okay. the one specifically we were talking about yeah. was Fahrenheit 451. So give us a two-minute, two-minute, three-minute Okay. Synopsis. So Fahrenheit 451 is about, it was written in the, I want to say 50s. I I might be off on that right now. No, it It probably was. It was written by Ray Bradbury. Uh And if you read it, like it talks about little things talking to you in your ear. Uh, It talks about wall-to-wall television type things. Really? But this world that was created, firemen no longer put out fires. They burned homes with books. That was their job, to destroy literature. Really? Yes. Books were outlawed. They were not allowed because we used the speaker things in our ears and the television type screens to keep our society in check and dumb down. Ah. That is literally what it was about. I had no idea. So books were burned and and they would burn the house with you in it if you would not leave your books. Um, And this... This girl who reads basically intercepts one of the firefighters on the way home or firemen on the way home uh-huh. one day. And he begins to question. And this is another part of my learning. Reflection is key to all learning. Yeah. Um, I think for everyone, no matter what your style, yeah. being able to reflect on how that affects you and what that means. That's the yeah. that application of information. Um, and so he begins to reflect and look. And he it evolves to... Um, I don't want to ruin the story if you read it, but it yeah. just, that's, it's a very deep. Now, when my husband first told me to read it, he said, if you're going to be an English teacher, you have to read Fahrenheit 451. And I said, okay, sure. Yeah. I don't yeah. like science fiction. Now I love it. But yeah. then yeah. I did not. I was yeah. like, I don't want to read that book. But I did. I listened. And it was not very interesting in the beginning. Yeah. I will be honest. Yeah. It was a, it's a very, for me, it was a very slow start. Mm-hmm. But once 
it got me. Mm-hmm. It was just so powerful because it really speaks to technology is great. It's an yeah. amazing thing. It's what's making this possible. Um, but we can't lose sight of people. Right. And and how we still need to be in control of. Well, the, the, there's so many things, so many deep, moral, important things that are taught in books. And by moral, I just mean like foundational, like values type things about yeah. communication and, and human, the human yeah. condition. Yeah. And there's so many things that are in books. Mm-hmm. And um, if we just rely on the technology, and this has come up a lot for me this last week, if we just rely on the technology that's given, we... Um, become incapacitated we're not able to well we only continue learning from that point forward and that's all that's fed in and that's all you get yeah so it just um it is a really powerful book i recommend everyone to read it but you do Mm -hmm. i mean it's a little dry at first it it, it was for me it was yeah i and i so i warned people it could be very but once i was in man once you know that book is referred to quite a bit Mm -hmm. um uh, with uh, 19 what is it 1984 Mm -hmm. and they're all um, the dystopian futures. Yeah, they are. We want to create this perfect world. Right. We're always seeking to create a perfect right. world, but everything we do kind of backfires. Right, and, and it actually, what, you know, yeah, it's weird. I I mentioned this to somebody like if you ever go see a movie about a future time, why is it that everybody's living in savagery, except these elite few, and why is that? That's so backward. It's not even yeah. what we're. Oh, no, that's so wrong. Somebody okay. has to control us and keep all the peace, but that's just not. Yeah, it's it's it's. Just but you not think reality. like I mean, even like we'll just say in a Star Wars movie, you know, light years away, whatever. You yeah. know, you would think that we'd be more evolved, right? That, but we're, we're it's not like we take all this with us. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so that wraps up our section on goals, our segment on goals, and I'm I'm here with Heidi Kirk with the Brilliant Division on Women Connect. 